0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word
1: tonight is smile. S M I L E.
2: Really? Where did you learn to spell like that, family? <laughs> it
1: was easy. You'll bet your life. <laughs> Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The dealers who bring you America's most talked about car, the distinguished 1953 DeSoto and the exciting Plymouth. See them both at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And now, here he is, the one, the only.
0: You
2: can do better than that. Oh, that's me! <laughs> Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples
1: Groucho, we invited some servicemen and their wives to the show tonight yeah. And Sergeant and Mrs. Douglas
2: Bogart were chosen to be on the show So, folks, would you please come in to meet Groucho Marx Welcome, welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers Say the secret word and divide $100 It's a common word, something you always have with you Let's see. Now, uh, Sergeant and Mrs. Douglas Bogart, are you any relation to uh, Humphrey, Sarge? No. No. Uh, judging from that handsome uniform, I'd say you were in the Marine Corps. Is that right? That's right. Mm. I thought so. You can't fool an expert like me. Mrs. Bogart, judging from your uniform, I, uh, I'd say you were a girl. Is, uh... <laughs> That's right. What is your uh, first name, Mrs. Bogart? Is, I... is it a baby? No. No? is I, oh, I know. Well, you could be a ba- baby, I don't know. What is your first name, Judge? Douglas. Douglas, huh? Oh. Where, where are you from?
3: Susanville, California.
2: What is your job in the service? General Supply Chief at Camp Pendleton. For a general? I thought you were a sergeant. No, I'm a tech sergeant. My title is General Supply Chief. Oh. Well, well, what do you do in your job? Just supply chiefs with uh, generals? <laughs> I, if you... you supply generals with chiefs, uh... You can have it either way, you know. I issue spare parts for tanks. You're welcome. And I'd say... What is <laughs> <you> just... <laughs> it never fails. What did you say your uh, job was? I issue spare parts for tanks. What is your hometown,
0: Ida? Uh, I was born in Naples by Man Vesuvius. In, is that near here? Uh, well, about 8,000 miles in Italy.
2: Oh, you're, you're from Italy. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, but I was raised Ida in Ida is kind of an odd name for an Italian girl? Well, it's Ida in Italian, but... Oh, since like it, Ida?
0: Well, no, there is no A. It's oh. just Ida, I-D-A. Oh. But the American pronounce it Ida. I see.
2: Would you say all Italian girls are as uh, attractive as you are?
0: Oh, they're much prettier. Hmm.
2: That's so. No wonder Vesuvius keeps blowing its
0: stuff.
2: <laughs> Sarge, how did you meet Ida? And don't leave out any of the details. I met her while
1: I was on duty in Rome.
2: Real chatterbox, isn't he? <laughs> Just imagine, Corvatus had the same plot and it took a million words and five million dollars to tell it. <laughs> giving given us the whole thing. By the way, Ida, how long have you been married? Eighteen months. Do you uh, two lovebirds uh, ever have any arguments? No. If they ever have an argument, she's going to have to talk to herself. Huh? <laughs> well, you're a nice couple, and apparently the Marines have things well in hand. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. Before you go, however, I want you to listen to some good news about a great car. Friends, we sincerely believe that the
1: Distinguished DeSoto is the best car on the road today. Best for dependable safety, best for truly great riding comfort, best for real ease of operation. DeSoto, you know, is the car that lets you drive without shifting. Just turn the key to start, step on the gas, you go from low to high in one fluid sweep of power. As for safety, well, a light touch of your foot is all it ever takes to stop a fast-moving DeSoto. Because DeSoto power brakes do 50% of the work for you. And Oroflow shock absorbers ease you over the bumps gently as a feather. But friends, the best way to test the great DeSoto is to drive it yourself. Go to your neighborhood DeSoto Plymouth dealer tomorrow and take the wheel behind the mighty 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8, or the brilliant Power Master 6. Both great cars let you drive without shock. date
0: now to try the world's finest car by the, the distinguished new DeSoto. DeSoto.
1: And remember, the dealers who sell the distinguished DeSoto also sell the beautiful Plymouth, first truly balanced car in the low-price field.
2: See how high I can bid you $20. You selected songs by Hoagie Carmichael as your category. Now, here's your first question How much will you bet? All of it.
4: He says all
0: of it.
2: All of it? Mm-hmm. All right, you're going to bet $20. Let's see if you can identify this song. Play it, Jerry. If you don't know, take a guess. Uh, I thought at first it was Old Buttermilk Sky. It
0: isn't, uh, isn't.
2: Oh, it, it's Old Rocking Chair. I'm
0: sorry. Oh, the Old
4: Rocking Chair will get me.
2: Well, that's a shame. I'm sorry, but nobody leaves here broke. I'll give you one more question. Who at least you spent $25, huh? Yeah. Now, this is a pretty tough one. This isn't Grant's tomb tonight. Now, listen very carefully. Who wrote the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin? Benjamin Frank. You're absolutely
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't know, that, man. <laughs> I didn't know that Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Well, Groucho, we have a young lady who's going to be married soon. Oh, and... I'm sorry. To <laughs> <hear you. laughs> and a commercial reporter who was chosen by our studio audience just before we went on the air. Uh, Miss Virginia Putnam and Mr. Frank Daniels, would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx?
2: Each year they're getting prettier, and each year I'm getting older. <laughs> well, welcome to Your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word, and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Miss Virginia Putnam and Mr. Frank Daniels. Hey? Well, you're a handsome couple. Miss Putnam, may I call you Virginia? Certainly. Well, where is your hometown, Jenny?
4: I was born in Los Angeles on Glendale Boulevard.
2: Let's see now. Since you were born in the West, I'll just call you West Virginia. How would that be? <laughs> By the way, you say your name is Putnam. Is your father uh, Israel Putnam?
4: No, my father's Fred Putnam.
2: Oh, do you know Israel Putnam?
4: Well, as a matter of fact, actually, he's my great, 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 great grandfather.
2: Oh, well, he was a great grandfather. <laughs> you know, you know who he was. Huh? Yes, I do. He was a famous general in the, the Revolutionary uh, War, War. Mm-hmm. and uh, fought at the Battle of Bunker Hill.
0: He did? Yes, he did. I know more
2: about your great-great-great-great-grandfather than you do. I wasn't even there at the time. I was pretty near. (laughs) At any rate, uh, you've learned
3: something here
0: tonight. Oh, I
2: have. Now, Mr. Daniels, tell us something about yourself. Where are you
3: from? Well, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota, Groucho. I've been out here in Los Angeles for about two years now.
2: Oh. Well, uh, Virginia Fenneman says you're going to be married soon. Is that correct?
4: Yes, in about uh, three weeks.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Frank, you've just got time to catch a boat for Liberia.
0: Oh, no. no, no. Well, would you rather go
2: through
3: with this execution? Oh, well, uh, Groucho, I think you've got this a uh, little bit mixed up. I'm not marrying her. I've already got a wife and a nine-month-old baby. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't understand this. If you're not going to marry Miss Putnam, how did you get up here?
3: Well, the, the audience selected me uh, before the show. To marry this girl and you're married? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that, they selected me to come on the show. Oh. I'm already married. I see.
2: Well, they had something like that in uh, Arizona or New Mexico not long ago. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to have that on our show here. <laughs> what sort of work do you do, Frank? Uh,
3: I'm a commercial reporter, Groucho.
2: Oh well, let's hear you report the commercials on this show.
3: We could use something after Feniman. What is a commercial reporter? Well, actually, I'm a uh, credit investigator. A uh...
2: commercial reporter, indeed. <laughs> a sneaky way to introduce himself. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> what do you work for? I work for Dunn and Bradstreet, Cacho. Oh, I know them very well. I've been done by Bradstreet for years. <laughs> Well, exactly what is Dun & Bradstreet? I often see that name in the Wall Street Journal.
3: Well, Dun & Bradstreet is a um, mercantile agency that performs a service for subscribers in the fact that it writes credit reports on businesses so that uh, the subscriber may ship merchandise to a person with some assurance that they will be paid. I see. Well,
2: suppose I want you to check on a company for me. How do you go about it?
3: Well, first you have to tell me the name of the company.
2: Well, it's, it's done in Bradstreet.
0: <laughs>
2: Before you get my money, I want to know how shifty you are. <laughs> Virginia, let's get back to you. Do you have a job?
4: Yes, I work for uh, Tom Kelly, the commercial photographer.
2: Oh, all right. I want to come over and see our studio sometime. We we could go in the dark room and see what develops,
0: huh? <laughs>
2: It's an old joke, isn't it?
0: It's very
4: old.
2: (laughs) You don't have to agree with me quite so quickly. (laughs) Don't forget, there's a quiz coming up. (laughs) What sort of work do you do for this uh, photographer, Ginny?
4: Well, I'm a prop girl, and I assist the stylist. Prop
2: girl? You don't look like any prop to me, Virginia. What do you spend most of your time doing?
4: Running around for unusual props such as uh, old live pheasants or an unusual beer stein or uh, drapes.
2: Sounds pretty dull, doesn't
4: it? Well, drapes can be pretty interesting. Uh, for instance, we got the uh, nice red plushy drapes that Marilyn Monroe draped her form across on that famous calendar photo.
2: You did that picture, there. Mm-hmm. There was a drape in that picture.
0: Yes, there was. <laughs>
2: I've looked at that picture a thousand times, and I've never seen a drape. I couldn't even tell you what year it was. Well, I'd like to continue this kind of conversation, but it's time for uh, you to play your Bet Your Life.
1: In the race for the $1,500, the first couple lost all their money, and the secret word is smile.
2: Run your $20, no more than our other couples, you'll get a chance at the big money later. I hope you win because you're going to have two wives and you're going to need every nickel. <laughs> <life. laughs> you, you selected nicknames of famous sport figures. Here's your first question, Now, how much will you bet? You have 20 bucks and talk it over, and one answer
3: between. You bet the $20? Let's no. the whole works okay, spread. let's bet the whole works, spread. All right, what
2: baseball player was known as the Georgia Peach?
3: Georgia Peach? Rizzuto, uh,
2: take a stab, if you uh, don't
3: know. Oh, Red Rolf. Uh. No,
2: probably the most famous ball player of all time, Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb. Well, you got off to a flying start there, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't even take care of one wife, after <laughs> Well, we're not going to let you leave here broke. We'll give you one more question for 25 bucks. Are you ready? What kind of animal is noted for his monkey shines?
0: <laughs> a monkey. Ty Cobb
2: is right. <laughs> put it there. Well, Groucho, uh, just
1: before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a college girl, Doreen Davis. Her partner is a special guest tonight, Judge Leroy Dawson of the Los Angeles Municipal Court. So, folks, would you please come in to meet Groucho Marx?
2: Welcome uh, to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Doreen Davis and uh, Judge Leroy Dawson. Hmm. Can't be a judge. Where's your bench?
5: Well, that's at the uh, courthouse where I've been expecting
2: to see you sometime.
0: <laughs>
2: Dawson, I'm letting you off with a warning. <laughs> Don't let me catch you facing me again. Ever. <laughs> Clear? Yes, ma'am. You girl, tell the court your right name.
4: Doreen Davis. Age. Twenty-one.
2: Marital status. Married. Case
4: dismissed.
2: <laughs> Doreen, what is your hometown?
4: I'm from Hollywood, California. I was born in the Hollywood Hospital.
2: You were, eh? Well, it's a nice town. Now, Judge Dawson, by the way, how is it I, I've never been in your court? Are you are you new around here? No, I've been twenty-two years on the bench. Really. Have you ever tried hatching any eggs? <laughs>
0: you no, know, just as
2: a sideline.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, brother, am I going to be careful the next 20 years.
0: <laughs>
2: judge, what kind of cases do you handle? Oh, we handle a little bit of everything
5: in the municipal court. Uh, I'm in preliminary hearings now. But if... You're only a preliminary judge? Well,
2: at the present well, When do you get to the but... main
5: bout? <laughs> well, uh, traffic, and then we... Uh... Oh, we handle civil suits, too. Damages, civil suits.
2: Oh. You handle suits, you say? Yeah. Well, I wish you'd take this and have it back in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> i sure you get the gravy off this. <laughs> That's an old joke, isn't it, there, Judge? Well, I, uh, I I don't want to judge that here. <laughs> You're not going to get an opportunity anyplace else. <laughs> now, Judge, uh, I imagine you must see people as they really are in your courtroom, huh?
5: No, I see them as they hope to make me think they are for that moment
0: yeah. uh,
2: were you a lawyer before you became a judge oh yes is, is that necessary that's absolutely necessary you have to pass the bar examination yes now, how can you tell if a man is lying to you or a woman for that matter
5: well well let's leave the women out of it yeah. they're hopeless <laughs> no but they lie just to keep in practice
0: oh, I object to that. Well, I yeah. object
2: to it, too, but it's true, nevertheless. <laughs> uh. the objection's overruled. Go
0: ahead. Now, the Judge,
2: do, do women ever try to uh, kind of give you the eye in order to get a lighter sentence?
5: Well, you know, uh, Mrs. Dawson is here, and, I, and in my own self-protection, I prefer not to answer that question. <laughs> I'll say that if uh, that if they did, I don't think she got much results.
2: Who didn't? Mrs. Dawson? <laughs>
5: Uh, She was never in court yet. I've been waiting for that day, too.
0: Well,
2: Doreen, the the judge is pretty cute, isn't he? Sure is. Now, Mr. Feneman says you're a college student, is that right?
4: Yes, I am.
2: Uh, Which college do you attend?
4: Uh, I go to UCLA.
2: And uh, when did you matriculate?
4: Well... I started UCLA in right in 1949,
2: uh-huh.
4: and I've been going there ever since.
2: You continue to go there indefinitely.
4: <laughs> it looks that way.
2: Well, uh, you say you're married. Yes, I am. You, you met your husband in college.
4: Yes, I did. I uh-huh. I met him on a are blind date. Are you going to raise
2: the family at UCLA, or are you planning on quitting there someday?
4: <laughs> I guess we'll raise our family there. Oh.
2: You know, I've heard that 97% of you girls at college go there to hook a sucker. Is that, is that true? No,
0: I don't
2: think... No. No? Well, what would you say the percentage is?
0: <laughs> 98.
2: <Not> <laughs> uh, Judge, uh, I was surprised when you said you were in the preliminary division. I remember you very well in connection with traffic cases. How come?
5: Well, we're subject to transfer by the presiding judge. We work one year in traffic, another year in another division.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, would you regard this as a promotion? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. You were nationally famous as a traffic judge. Can you give us uh, your general impressions of the average driver who came up before you? Well, I... You probably think we're all crazy.
5: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't like to say definitely, but there's some... uh... After you watch people drive and then listen to their explanations, you're liable to get that idea.
0: <laughs> I've
5: learned after listening to about three or 4,000 uh, customers.
2: That's a nice legal phrase, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's a big... You would think he was running a haberdashery shop. It's a big business. Oh.
5: Last year I had 2,500 customers and not one of them was satisfied, but we're still doing business.
0: <laughs>
2: Do you get a cut on all the fines that you slap on these people?
5: No, but that would be a very delicious assignment if that were true. <laughs> oh, I've listened to these folks, uh, and I found there's a there's a distinctively Los Angeles
2: technique in
5: drivers. You know,
2: this, as compared to other cities. Oh
5: yes, the average Los Angeles driver drives as though he had just bought the street. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the guys. Uh, that, You'll pardon me, but there's uh, more of a chance that they bought the street than the car.
0: <laughs> I think there's something
2: to that, too. At least they can't take the street back.
0: <laughs>
5: they, uh, they drive as though they just bought it. They drive as though their license was title and not a right to use. They drive right down the center of the street. I don't know why we need three-lane highways. You know? <laughs> they drive right down the center lane, and they have one eye on the rear-view mirror and one eye on the speedometer. <laughs> I say, how fast were you going? And they say, 34 miles an hour. <laughs> I say, how do you know that? They say, I was looking at, at the speedometer. So there you are. They have one eye in the speedometer, one eye in the rearview mirror, and what chance has a pedestrian? <laughs> I'm get another eye. <laughs> so there you go, down the street, and all of a sudden, the guy they've been looking for appears in the wrong place. The guy on the motorcycle, instead of being in the mirror, is out here on the left side. He <laughs> announces his arrival, beep, beep, and suggests you pull over. So you take five blocks to find a fire plug that yes. you could park
0: it. And,
5: uh, well, then they come on to court and I say, come on up here. And I say, you're charged with doing this. Read whatever it says. And they say, guilty, your honor. But, What I'm going to get now? I'm going to get a five-minute speech on why this guy is so important socially, you financially. You
2: he can break you? No, that's what he thinks. Yeah. You're going to break him with his fine? No.
5: No, he just wants to explain why he shouldn't be required to pay the prevailing scale. It's all right for everybody else, but not for him. Well, I mean... he's got
2: a point if it's me. Of
0: well, course,
5: there's that other type that says. Uh, you can't send me to jail that's a bad statement.
0: <laughs> you know,
5: that always arouses my competitive spirit.
0: <laughs>
2: hey judge have you ever thought of going in a vaudeville with this man? <laughs> no. There's one question I have to ask you, because I hear this question frequently. I hate to interrupt this. Well, that's a all right. This is really humorous <laughs> and But uh, is a uh, motorcycle policeman obliged to bring in so many people every day? No, they don't get a percentage. No, I mean it. I mean it. There's some kind of a theory or rumor that a motorcycle policeman is obliged to bring in so many customers, as you call them, every day. Well, I don't think they are. Of course, uh,
5: I've heard that rumor, too, but... It's uh, not true. I don't think it is. There, there, there is no necessity for a quota. I think it's difficult to keep from bringing in more.
0: <laughs> well, Judge,
2: uh, I've been kidding you, but I want you to know we all respect you for your outstanding work as a jurist, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And if I ever have to appear in your court, it'll take six men to carry me in. <laughs> and a straitjacket. Now it's time to play You Bet Your Life for a Chance at the Big Money. And you're a pretty smart cookie. You ought to do pretty well up here, Judge.
1: In the race for the $1,500, our first two couples lost all their money.
2: You selected what's the number as your category. These numbers are associated with familiar titles and phrases. Let's see if you can identify the number. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Go ahead. You want
4: to bet 15?
2: 15? All right. Okay. How many thieves oppose Alabama? Oh, yeah. 40. 40 is right. You now have $35. You have $35. How much of this are you going to bet on your second question? It's all right. In the story by Jules Vine, how many leagues under the sea? 20,000.
4: 20,000.
2: 20,000 is right. <laughs> you now have $65. Here's your third question. How much are you going to bet?
4: 60.
2: 60. All right. How many horsemen of the apocalypse were there? Four. Four is correct. Mm-hmm. We've now climbed to $125. You didn't spend all your time with Chief Justice Marshall, though, <laughs> Or even Gladstone. I don't mean the bag. Here's your last chance to beat the other cops. They have $125. How much are you going to bet? 120
4: Hundred and twenty.
2: 120 How many reindeer and a visit from St. Nicholas? Eight. Eight is absolutely correct. And you wind up with a grand total of two hundred forty-five dollars. Thanks and good luck <laughs> from the DeSoto, <laughs> Plymouth Desoto Plymouth dealers.
1: And that means the Judge Dawson and the college girl will get a chance in just one minute at the Desoto Plymouth one thousand five hundred dollar question. <laughs> Folks, have you seen a Groucho Marx used car special yet? Well, if so, you'll have noticed a great many things about it. First of all, you'll have admired the appearance. Chances are the Groucho special used car you saw was a late model, low mileage car, in perfect shape and ready to roll. Then, if you looked at the price tag, you probably saw that you could buy this Groucho special for a remarkably small down payment, and that all the remaining payments were small, and you could take your time in paying them. That's what that Groucho special sticker stands for. It means that the car you're looking at was picked by your DeSoto Plymouth dealer as one of his really outstanding buys. A remarkable car. Priced to make it the hottest bargain in town. Of course, if you looked around, you saw that all the cars the DeSoto Plymouth dealer had on display were unusual bargains. That's because of the overwhelming popularity of the new DeSoto and Plymouth. Your neighborhood DeSoto Plymouth dealer as far and away the finest used car bargains in town. Take advantage of his remarkable used car offers. See his unusual stock of fine used cars tomorrow. Pay special attention to that wonderful group of cars known as the Groucho Special Used Cars. We're sure you'll find exactly what you're looking for among the fine used cars of your neighborhood DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Now, Groucho, here's our winning couple, Judge Dawson and the uh, college girl, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question.
2: Here we go for $1,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help in the audience. Here it is. One of the seven wonders of the ancient world was the one built by Nebuchadnezzar to please his Persian queen. For $1,500, what was this great wonder called? You have 15 seconds. I'll talk it over. you two have decided upon.
4: The hanging gardens of Babylon. That is
2: absolutely correct.
0: Oh,
2: oh. <laughs> I'll just say to it if I ever appear before your court that day, uh, I, I get a break, Judge. I think I'll I think I'll award you a
5: free boulevard stop, sir. <laughs>
2: Right, you win $1,500. Uh, how much in the quiz? Uh, right? $245 in the That's quiz. That's $1,745. Uh, what are you going to do with all that money?
4: Uh, I can't believe
0: it.
2: I mean... <laughs> well, if you don't believe it, we won't get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'll
2: take care of that problem. Well, thanks to both of you, and congratulations to the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life. Thank you.
1: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the distinguished 1953 DeSoto also sell the brilliant Plymouth, the first truly balanced car in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth, two great cars. Both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
2: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sends you Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to see the distinguished new DeSoto! Folks,
1: here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. When driving, peel your eye for the small fun. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off with more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You'll bet your life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world.